do things that are true to you. You know, uh, you know, most things that I'm involved with are extension of being creative. So I would just say get involved in things that you love and also have, you know, have a standard for yourself and have some sort of integrity and try to, you know, find some sort of truth in what you're doing. Welcome to the Kings and Queens podcast, where we enter the minds of leaders with a vision and learn why greatness truly resides within each and every single one of us. Recognizing the kings and queens of the world one voice at a time, here's your host, King Lapo. What is up, Kings and Queens family? This is your host, King Lapo, in the building. I hope everyone's living well and having a blessed day. In this episode, we have a special guest who's an up-and-coming rapper in the music industry. He's a Nigerian-American artist who truly captivates his audience through his smart play on words and MC-like vibes. From a Korean engineer to a full-fledged music artist, I'd like to welcome the man himself, Ike. What's good, bro? What's going on? What's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On the Kings of Queens podcast, man. How's it feel? Feels, this feels pretty dang good, man. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, I feel blessed to be a part of this. Hey, man, I appreciate you for coming on, bro. So uh, I know, I know, during these times that we're in, it's kind of, kind of crazy. So you know, I hope everyone, your family, is staying safe during these times. For sure, for sure. Yeah, now everybody's uh, staying um, together. You know, taking our vitamins, got the masks on. We're doing good. Doing that's good. what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so uh, what we like to do here on the Kings and Queens podcast is to introduce you to the family. So for those who may not know who you are, you know, just go ahead and give them a general background, you know, where you're from, born and raised and everything. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, I mean, for me, um, I'm Nigerian-American, born in Baltimore, and uh, eventually we migrated to Houston, Texas. Okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. So you, how long, how long have you been in Texas again? Mm, I've been in Texas uh, 20, 20 years. Okay. I've been yeah. in Texas majority for sure. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, but, what, um, what college did you uh, attend? Uh, I went to went to two schools. I went to A and M Kingsville okay. initially. Okay. And um, also went to Prairie View for a bit. What was your major there? So at both schools, uh, I mean, I was doing mechanical engineering, and um, yeah, yeah, it was tough, man. Like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for me in general, I'm somebody who um, I'm very involved. You know, and um, trying to be involved in in school with different activities, different organizations, and then also trying to do that, it was it was tough <laughs> for yeah, sure. I bet. Sure, that's a lot so, of things. A lot of things to juggle. Oh yeah, no, nah, it was it was it was so much. Um, and it was crazy because like uh, the only reason why I came to Kingsville initially was because of football, mm. and then that I it was just going after. You know, um, of course, you know, uh, taking care of school stuff, you know, but also just saying, okay, I'm going to try to be an RA. I'm going to try to, um, you know, make my own organizations, you know, Mm -hmm. try to do all this and be Superman, essentially. Yeah. That shit was stressful. (laughs) I already know, bro. I already know. All right, man. So I'm sure the Kings and Queens family are looking forward, you know, to hearing your story. So, you know, we're just going to jump right into it so uh so right now you know for everyone who doesn't know like what do you currently do do for a living yeah so um for sure like i was doing uh engineering for some time and then uh, i just had to just go full full time with the with the music mm. and uh when you when you uh when you made that transition like walk us through the you know the moment where you found out you know engineering may have not been like your passion or like you know something that you wanted to like fully go into 
Um, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's knowing that you want to be uh, happy, you know, with whatever you're doing. And if you're not waking up every day happy doing whatever you're doing, then you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, over time, I've, uh, I mean, I've, I've definitely um, lost some good people around me. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a reminder that life is short, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting because you, of course, you go to school, you do whatever it is you do, and you get the job and you're doing the job and that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. But as far as finding uh, happiness and are you really content, I think that's the thing that people tend to not really find throughout their, I guess, duration of life. Um, so at one point, actually, mm-hmm. I used to do this. I would go to uh, older older folks and I would um, I would just ask them, you know, if they were to give advice to their 20-something-year-old self, what would it be, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd get, of course, different answers, but um, the one consistent answer I, I'd got from everyone was two things. One, um, any, of course, uh, argument, any beef, essentially, with any good friend, just let it go because it's not worth it, yeah. you know? And then the second was um, choose your happiness over your career because a lot of them felt like over time they wasted so much going after the wrong thing Mm -hmm. career-wise and they ended up miserable. And you can get money back if you lose it. You just cannot get time. True. You know, so that's when I kind of woke up, light bulb clicked on. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just do this. And if I can't, like, I guess my thing is if – if I at least get to where I need to get to, I'll be happy. And at the very worst case, I got a degree to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Facts, facts, facts. How was it? How was it talking to you, like your family, about you know wanting to pursue a career in the in the music industry? I mean, they're traditional Nigerians, so they weren't too keen to it initially. <laughs> yeah, um, but I've tested their uh, limits quite a few times in my life. <laughs> So it's nothing new coming from me. Um, I think the the thing about them is that they know that I'm passionate about, you know, music. Mm. Um, I I mean, just the arts in general, not just music, but, you know, acting and all of that. And they know that pretty much if I put my mind to something, I can achieve it, you know. Yeah. So definitely they were kind of, you know, uh, hesitant about me doing it. But over time, they kind of opened up to it. And okay. that's what matters most. True, true. You're right. Uh, when you when you first picked up, you know, the pen and paper, um, what kind of led you? I know you said, you know, happiness and everything. Um, did were there any any doubts in your mind to, you know, kind of take that leap, saying that okay, like this is this is something that I want to pursue a little bit more seriously. Um, you know, for anyone you know tuning in who might try to have that leap of faith towards their passion, you know, kind of like, what would you what would you say to them, or like, what was your thought process? Uh, during that transition yeah so i mean with me i love just the art of uh writing mm-hmm. in general it's, it's very therapeutic and so to be able to just sit down get your thoughts out of your head and on paper that alone did enough for me right yeah um i think this deciding to actually say okay i'm about to not just get it out of my head and on paper but i'm going to i'm going to memorize it 
I'm going to put it on a beat and I'm going to perform it. Like, yeah. I think that for me, just loving some of my favorite artists who helped me become better, you know, mm-hmm. and um, just knowing that, hey, I can do this too. Like, I, I like what my favorite artists are doing and it seems like fun and yeah. I know I can do it. So why not? Yeah. How long have you been writing for? Man, I've been writing since I was like, like maybe like nine. To wow. Be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. Damn, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. What so, kind of, yeah. I was just gonna say that um I have like rhyme books. I got like three three different rhyme books, like paper, just from like when I was elementary up until like middle school. Mm-hmm. Um and or no, up until like I think like tenth grade or so. And then the rest I just have like digitally, like on my phone and stuff. Wow, that's dope. That's dope. What kind of what kind of uh, rappers do you look up to? Or like, you know, where do you draw your inspiration from? I would say pretty much like the Lauren Hills, the um, early Kanye West, the Ludacris, um, mm-hmm. Eminem. Um, I mean, I want, I like artists um, who, of course, lyrically truly showcase, you know, their talent. Right. Yeah. And uh, those who like to just do wordplay because I love wordplay. Like, I think one of the best feelings listening to music is when you can hear a song and then uh, an artist will say something and you, you hear it once and you catch what they say. You, you hear the song again and you catch something completely different. Mm-hmm. You hear it a third time, you catch something completely different. And you're like, bruh. <laughs> and it's like, I'm like I, I could have sworn this wasn't here last time. And it's the same thing same verse right and it's mm-hmm. just the artist doing you know double entendres triple entendres you know just different little word plays you know mm-hmm. and it's like i want to get people feeling like that that i get you know when they listen to my music right mm-hmm. and i don't know i think it's just pretty cool yeah so yeah kings and queens fam once once y'all check out you know um ike's work and everything you can definitely everything he's saying with with the word play bro like i i feel like you know i i get that especially when i'm watching watching your uh you know your your videos that you post on ig or just like anything any projects that you put out i can i can definitely feel like okay like this dude in terms of you know lyrics and even just like the presentation of it 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 it, is is a lot to 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 see and you can even you can even hear like you know like you said the double entendres that uh, that kind of go into writing and i feel like that's a hard thing to do um as a writer period you know it's not everyone that really has that talent that can like fluently do it and make it look, you know, easy. Um, I also want to ask you about, you know, the short clips and music videos that, you know, you put out on IG. Um, what I love about it is that it gives kind of a vibe, you know, just going back to lyrical uh, wordplay and just just the, the, the talent that that's kind of portrayed from it. Um, you know, what, what made you want to start doing those those type of uh, those type of videos? Yeah, so um, those videos, uh, I titled it Where's Like Wednesdays, right? Mm-hmm. And um, pretty much it was knowing that, um, again, as an artist in general, I love you know music, I love acting. And this was a way to combine the two. Okay. Um, for me, it was knowing that I want people who may not have heard me, right? I want them to see a visual representation of who I am just as a character. And in doing so, it was just knowing, okay, let me go to different places, different occupations, dressed up as different things, and just, you know, just rap. 
Yeah. Right. And so uh, my whole agenda was every week. Um, it's not every other week I would show up in different, of course, different occupation, dressed up as whoever I was mm-hmm. and just, you know, that's, that's what I did. And so, it's funny cause like mm-hmm. the idea didn't initially come from, like, I didn't have the initial idea of doing a different occupation until like maybe like the second video, like the first, like the initial concept was okay. I have to show up in this doctor's office as a nurse and I'm about to just rap. Yeah. And initially it was a continuation of that uh, right? just, okay. uh, a nurse that's my whole uh character i guess yeah but after watching it over i was like man i can actually try to like do different occupations i mean mm-hmm. i have enough resources i have enough connections i know you know different places different people let me try to just see how far i can get mm-hmm. being a different you know person mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was it was fun yeah that's 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 crazy because now especially how you just said um you know you like to to combine you know the two acting and the rapping at the same time uh i feel like i can i can like now that you said it like it kind of makes more sense when i'm watching it now because i i i could i could always see that okay like you know ike's doing you know the nurse joined then you know the firefighter and then you know he may be a teacher in the next one but like when you when you when you're watching it, it's it's really it's really it's really crazy to see because I'm watching it, but I'm, I'm I'm listening to the lyrics, I'm listening to the rap, but I kind of get into it more because you're, you know, role playing these characters, and in a sense, it's like you you feel you kind of feel more connected to the music because like oh like you're 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 kind of having a, more of an emotional connection to whatever you're rapping about, and there's usually something like you know, thought provoking. You're whatever you're rapping about. It's like damn, like he's 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 dressed up as a nurse, but he's kind of going through these motions, and you kind of feel that vibe, like oh damn, like I'm in the hospital too, kind of thing. I don't know, it's weird to explain, but that's that's kind of the yeah. feeling that I get when I'm watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the the cool thing about going after all these different things is um, the things you don't see, mm-hmm. which is um, being rejected from different places. I was gonna ask that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, how do you how are you getting into all these places? <laughs> oh. Nah, it's tough, man. It's not so <laughs> easy, right? It's uh-huh. too easy. And then others, it's like, dang, like we get rejected hard. Damn. It's, I don't know. It's it's fun because we, we go in not knowing if this will be a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. But we just laugh it off if we do get rejected and keep it moving. <laughs> have like a list of different occupations and just kind of cross them out as uh-huh. time goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, and it's, I think it's more interesting because the people who do reject this, like, I mean, because we got to go in, like, getting permission to shoot in any okay. of the locations, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we have to show up to whoever is the main person in charge and be like, hey, my name is so-and-so, and uh, me and my crew, we're doing this video, and pretty much uh, this is the concept, and this is what, you know, I'll be needing and doing and blah, blah, blah. What do you think? Could we use your space? You know, and it's pretty much, uh, mm, I don't know about that, or <laughs> mm, how long do you think it'll take, or mm, you want to use our equipment. It's just a bunch of extra stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but I will say, if we can get them to keep asking questions, it's easier because I can kind of like, I, I can finesse a little bit, you know. I can mm-hmm. kind of like get them to be more relaxed and chill. <laughs> it's, it's hard whenever they're like, no, nope, can't. <laughs> or um, our 
charge. He's not here right now. Yeah. And, and it's like, I asked someone who was the guy in charge, and they said it was you. And they're like, oh, nope, can't. Sorry. <laughs> it's whatever. So really, the people who, who kind of like, are like curious about it. Those are the ones where you can kind of like swindle to like, you know, get them to, to do it. Cause they're like, Oh, like you want to do this. And they're like, okay, like, you know, what's this for? Like, you know, what's the message behind it? You know, that might spark something in someone's mind. Like, okay, like, you know, I'll be down to be a part of this or for you to, you know, kind of use our space. Right. That's that's true. That's true. I didn't even think, cause (laughs) you do be using like the whole wardrobe, the equipment and everything. So it's not even like, <laughs> it's not even like, hey, like, let me take a picture real quick. It's like, let me lose, like, let me use this. Like, I'm, I'm really trying to use this space. It's crazy. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, the firefighter one. Mm-hmm. So pretty much with that one was we went on one day, and we we uh, we talked about. Okay, so no, we went to one station. We asked them. They said no. Like it was an immediate no. Wow. And we're like, dang. But we're like, we really want to use this concept, right? Mm-hmm. So we said. Okay, just drive around to different stations and just ask mm. right so that and then the very next station we talked to a guy and he was like mm, i don't know um well we're busy right now so just come back um when you have a permit and we were like what he was like yeah you have to call the specific number get a permit wow. and once you do that you know you'll be fine and so i said okay i called the number talked to somebody and the guy was like um, what days would you want? Right. And mm-hmm. so we told him what days. he said, okay, um, I'm going to try to see if I can get something, uh, ready for you guys by that day. Um, but that wasn't the station we went with, right. We just, for the hell of it, went to a third one mm-hmm. and the guys there told us to just come back in two days time, which was a sooner date than the day we would have gotten with the permit. Okay. So came that two day later period or whatever. And the guy, it was just one guy there. He was like, yeah, so uh, this is what you want to do, right? And we were like, yeah. So we said, okay, cool. Well, uh, come on in. And he brought us in the station. He showed us the equipment, how to use it. And he helped me put on, he helped me put on the equipment. Uh, and it's heavy, by the way. Like the firefighter equipment, mm-hmm. listen, like <laughs> I've my life ever put it on. <laughs> that is heavy equipment. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they like operate. Like they are fit. Everybody who's a firefighter, my my hats are off to you. Because wow, this is like some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I put on the gear and we're just going over, you know, the motions, you know, yeah. everything. But yeah, it was. It took what a three time, um, or yeah, like three different uh, takes. Takes essentially to go over everything and. We're successful. So okay, wow, yeah, that's live, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you talked about just like kind of the behind the scenes, uh, kind of scenarios behind it, because uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure people people wonder all the time, like, yo, like how how is I getting to all these places? But then when you you know when you mention like all the rejections, it's just like okay, you know, people forget to see forget to see that uh, that part of it, you know, all part of the grind, you know, right. Uh, so. Yeah. Moving on, uh, what what kind of uh, what kind of places have you uh, performed at? Man, I've performed in all sorts of different places. I've performed at some cool, nice, medium sized places. Mm-hmm. Um, I've performed at some small places. Uh, it just varies. Um, I know uh, when I was in school, I used to, of course, you know, do the talent shows. You know, the different, uh, you know, uh, opportunities where I can get, you know, quick 
cash here and there. Um, and then they had like festivals, like homecoming festivals I perform in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd also uh, leave town often and I drive to the closest city and I do shows there. Wow. Um, and it was, it was, it was cool. I think the, uh, <laughs> so something a lot of people don't even know, um, maybe like a few people actually. Mm-hmm. So one time I had a show and this was, um, so I went to school in in Kingsville, the closest city is Corpus Christi. Yeah. I had a show, Corpus Christi, and it was the night before final, right? Oh. And uh, I could have, realistically, I could have called off the show. I could have, um, just because I had a final. And mind you, this isn't like any other class. This is like an engineering course. Exactly. Final. Yeah. You know, and so, um, what I ended up doing but I was like, okay, let me try to see if I can do both, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I was doing was I ended up um, studying that entire day towards the night. Of course, the library's open 24 hours at that point since it's the finals you know, time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm studying throughout the day. The nighttime comes to where it's about time for me to go to the show. And I ended up uh, going to the show, doing my performance, coming back, and studying the rest and I, I mean I pulled an all-nighter wow. and um, I didn't get back to Kingsville I think until like maybe 3.30 in the morning or so then I continued to study and my test it was an early test it was like a 8 a.m. test Damn. so I immediately once I got done studying and pulling that all-nighter I just went straight to the classroom to take the test so I did not have a Red Bull I <laughs> Did not have coffee. I did not have any uh, performance enhancing uh, mm. medicine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't have anything, right? Mm-hmm. So I I was just drained. I was tired. I was just drained, truly. Um, I answered maybe like three questions and I fell asleep. Whoa. <laughs> yes. I fell asleep. And um, I, was, I was tired. So it wasn't like a light sleep. I was out, out. And um, I remember eventually waking up and it was like maybe three people left in the class taking a test. Huh. And I was like, how long? Like, I looked at the clock and I saw how long I was out for. And I was out for a minute. Damn, the um, teacher didn't even like say like, hey, like, wake up. Not, or Not at all. Wow. Uh, they just let. Yeah, it was crazy. My friends, they were telling me afterwards that they were trying to get me up. They, mm-hmm. they were trying to like wake me up. But I just wouldn't wake up. <laughs> uh, but. I finished the test and I did well. Like I, I, I passed. Like I did extremely well. Mm. I was just tired. I was just that tired to where I couldn't, I guess, finish before I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I, I just needed like a couple of minutes just so I can, I guess, rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, that was an interesting moment in my life for sure. Wow. If you if you could uh, if you could run it back. Would you would you still take that gig in Corpus Christi, or would you would would you have uh, just uh, focused on the uh, the final? I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I would have had a Red Bull. That's the only thing. That's that only thing. <laughs> I would have had an Adderall. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Okay, <laughs> okay. I know. I I know. I know. Sometimes you know a lot of us. Uh, we may get caught up, you know, in the ideology of, you know, what is in life. Uh, 
so for example, you know, like if you're, you know, pursuing something you're like, damn, like what if I started sooner? Uh, you know, if you, do you ever kind of get those, uh, those questions pop up in your head sometimes or no? Um, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think that, um, in general, regardless of whatever you're pursuing, it's always great to start sooner just mm -hmm. because you'll be in a farther, uh, and better position. Very you true. Know? Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I, I feel like had I, um, went after it, uh, professionally sooner, um, I would have definitely been in a way better position just because I would have learned more sooner. Mm. Do you think, but do you think sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, things, things are having, are meant to happen for a reason. Right. And, uh, like, you know, the Ike now, you know, compared to per se, if you had started sooner, you know, the thought process and everything like that, you know, every, you know, we grow over the, over the years. So do you think sometimes, it kind of, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, I should have started sooner. But then again, like, you know, maybe, you know, maybe back then w wasn't the right time for me. You know, maybe now is, is, uh, you know, there's never a, a right time, but maybe now is probably a more, you know, advantageous for me to, to, to get into. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, so for me, I mean, I, uh, I definitely believe that, you know, God has a plan for everything mm -hmm. and it's, it's timing. And so, um, I, of course, would have loved to, uh, start it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's not up to me, you know, Facts. um, definitely things happen for a reason. And there's, and there's a reason why I didn't start sooner, you know, maybe I wasn't ready and, you know, maybe the opportunities that were there for me wasn't present for mm -hmm. me to, um, meet, I guess, if I started sooner, Yeah. you know, um, and so it's just different things. I don't like to take it to heart. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of know it. But I'm at this point right now. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I, you know, like, you can all hope, dream, and wish. But if it's not going to help us move forward, then we're just wasting time. True, true. If someone if someone were to, um, like, ask you, you know, what, what's the importance of staying true to yourself? Uh, what, what, what would your response be to that? Um, I'd say it's very important. And just because, um, so there's a lot of characters in life in general, and people are good at what they do. Some at least are. And it's knowing that why would you want to be any other character when you can be yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, um, you are more comfortable with who you are as a person. So just be that. Just be you. If you are somebody who's very animated, very extroverted, be you, be that person. You know, if you're introverted, if you are somebody who's just kind of to yourself, you know, be that. Because I think forcing anything is just, it's trash. And it never goes well, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, I was always told never force an outfit, never force a conversation, never force anything, you know, because it's not going to ever go as you intended to go. So, um, yeah, just just be you. I like that. I like that. I can agree with you on that because the whole forcing thing, you know, everyone who knows me, I don't, I don't, I don't like the force. So just be yourself, you know, do you and, you know, the rest will follow. Um, so when you're not rapping, uh, you know, what do you, what do you, what are some things that you like to do on your spare time? Because, you know, as we know, as we all know, you know, having a healthy mindset, you know, also requires you to be, you know, balanced. Um, 
you kind of you want to balance out your your, your time accordingly. Uh, so what what are some yeah. things that you that you do outside of uh, rapping? Yeah. So um, so for me, I mean, I've played sports all my life, and um, I mean, up until college when I stopped, um, even though I stopped playing sports, I was always consistent in the gym, mm-hmm. always. And so lifting weights was something that I have always been just, um, I guess. It's always been a part of my life. So I'm heavy in the gym. Uh, I run a lot um, just to keep myself in shape and to to just stay stay ready, I guess. Um, yeah, I think the worst feeling ever is to be in a position where like you need to have your strength or you need to have uh, you need to be able to run yeah. and you aren't able because <laughs> you just, you know, go to the gym or you didn't run out here and there. It's like, yeah, that'd be pretty trash. Yeah, right? most definitely. So, yeah. And I actually, uh, I, I pulled my hamstring uh, recently Yeah, and I'm kind of out of condition right now. <laughs> below, as far as running is concerned, uh, but I'll be back at it. Hey. <laughs> I'll be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so. That's what's up. Um, I, during this, uh, during this time, you know, how important it is, how important is it, sorry, how important is it to have a great um, support system around you? You know, just having your family or, you know, just like-minded individuals in general, you know, around you at all times. Right. Um, I think that's very important. I think it's it's um, needed for any artist. Again, not just a rapper, not just a dancer, not just a, a actor, actress, not just a, a painter, truly anyone mm-hmm. just because you're in a position where you will have days you'll have days that you're not motivated to not create art and we need you to create your art and i mean i think having people around you um helps you just stay focused and mm-hmm. um i think it's just knowing that when you uh, when you have those ar- around you who who want you to succeed, who want you to be the better version of yourself, it um, I think it overall helps you just remember that even when you want to give up or not have a good day, there's people who are you know not so much depending on you, but people who are just I don't know like they're in your corner. You just don't want to let them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. So, yeah. So. Kings and Queens family tuning in, you know, I'm, I'm sure everyone who follows you already, you know, they already know about your new release called Bad Decisions. Uh, so, you know, for the Kings and Queens fam, you know, go ahead and give them, uh, you know, some insight on what that song is about. Yeah, yeah. So um, pretty much Bad Decisions is um, it's a song that, um, <laughs> to put it simply, it's about a a bad decision that messed up uh, a family. Okay. And in this situation, it was uh, uh, a killing, you know, a killing, a cop killing that um, took the life of somebody who was dear. And it's the aftermath, right? So just the the aftermath of a unjust killing and the family is trying to find answers. The family is, is, is mourning. Mm-hmm. And in the situation, they are speaking to an officer who's part of the department, you know, uh, who killed of the officer that killed their relative. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah. So, I mean, definitely with what was happening um, in the recent times with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Elijah McClain, like it definitely was. Um, it, it, I drew inspiration from those events. Um, as well as, of course, past events from these last couple of years, because this isn't something that's recent, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people who aren't, um, or no, a lot of people who are ignorant towards it all, they think, oh, all this protesting, all this whatever, is just because of George Floyd. And it's like, nah, that's it's not because of George Floyd. Mm-hmm. He was the he he was the the last straw, so to speak. Yeah, right? Tipping point. This is this has been happening for years, Bad. and it's like we're. Fe- we're all fed up and it's like it shouldn't have to take George Floyd for, for, for us to see change that we're seeing. Because even now, after George Floyd, there's been different little changes here and there um, in society. Unfortunately, not I don't think in the right places. I think the change we need should be in the system. Mm-hmm. It should be, you know, where it really, really matters. And I say that because, of course, the Black Lives Matter painting on the streets. That's cool and dandy, whatever. But. If we can change some of the the laws, if we can change how police are policing, mm-hmm. that's even better. Yeah, because that's gonna be long lasting, you know. Very um, true. But to get back to the video, um, it's just displaying an interrogation between the family and the and an officer, and both are giving their point of views on the on the subject. So. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, because I, I watched the the video, man, and uh, you know, Kings of Queens. Once you once y'all finish listening to the to this podcast, you know, make sure you tune in and uh, watch watch bad decisions uh, on Ike's YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, man, like I definitely felt it, and like you said, especially with everything going on right now, um, it's, it's 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 a message that that needs to be heard. You know, people need to be having these conversations, and just like you said, it shouldn't have taken, uh, you know, George Floyd and you know, Breonna Taylor, everyone like that to, 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 for us, to, for us to be taking action. And like you said, I agree with you too. Uh, change needs to be done within the system. Um, um, so, but, you know, going back to the video, how, how long did it take to, to shoot the video and, you know, where, where did it take place? Um, so it took pretty much, um, a course of maybe like two weeks in general to, to shoot everything. And that was just because, um, so when you watch the video, you'll see that there are, um, um, I have the family, of course, who's, you know, mourning. They are actually, um, they're speaking my, my, my words, yeah, right? Like yeah, they yeah. are rapping what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so they had to, of course, have time to listen to the song, memorize the words, and then, you know, just make it come, be comfortable with it, you know? Okay. So, um, it took, you know, time for them to do that as well as to get the locations, um, now, for me personally, um, I, I like going to protests. I like showing out and just making my voice heard. So uh, one of the protests, uh, we, we went out there with a camera okay. and uh, we just shot, shot some scenes. Um, and then we combined that with, of course, um, some space that um, in an office that we kind of like um, altered to look like an interrogation room. And... Uh, <laughs> Funny story. The only reason why we didn't actually use an interrogation room, mm-hmm. and just to clarify, we did not use an interrogation room. That is just a plain office okay. that we altered. But okay. the only reason why we, the only reason why we didn't use an actual interrogation room, was because we got rejected three different times. Wow. Um, 
same concept with the whole whereas like Wednesday videos as far as going to the stations or you know and asking like we went to these police stations truly went there hey my name is blah 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 I'm doing blah 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 do you mind if we can use this and that and uh yeah we got rejected <laughs> three different times <laughs> oh my gosh and so and I mean I can understand with the climate being what it was they mm-hmm. were like ah we no chances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I can show you the song. Like, you can hear it. It's not that bad. Yeah. You know? But they uh, they were just like, nah, we're good. We're okay. <laughs> so whatever. Screw them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah, so we just kind of said, okay, if we can't get an actual interrogation room, why not make our own? And so. Smart. Um. Yeah, so we shot it actually, um, we shot it in Houston. And um, yeah, I mean, I think the outcome was pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. And so. Wow. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like the song, especially the music video, uh, really hit home. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I just wanted to give you, you know, props on on that, you know, creating that project and, you know, just bring bringing that awareness to, 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 you know, the audience and everything. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Wow. Uh, so, you know, during the economic situation we're in, you know, the social injustice is being brought to light. Um, I feel like on the daily we should be, you know, be uplifting one another, um, just so we're not in the mindset of negativity all the time. Uh, you know, in what right. way? In what ways do you uh, kind of like, you know, get your mind out of that uh, negative space? If you might be, you know, having a bad day, or you know, you see something that might, you know, change your mood. How do you? How do you kind of like, uh, you know, reconnect with yourself uh, in terms of you know, just having you know, positive vibes around you. Right. Um, so I think it's just making sure that um, you have a method of self-care. Mm. Right. And um, I think that's something everybody needs, you know, something that you enjoy doing, you enjoy seeing something that, you know, will get you away from the uh, the negativity, you know. And for me personally, um like aside from, of course, you know, going to the gym or whatever, um, or even listening to my favorite music, I would, I would just watch some, you know, my favorite TV shows or movies, you know, um, there's just, I don't know, like I'm big into to film. Mm-hmm. And so in general, I can watch, like, there's like some of my favorite shows or my favorite, you know, movies I'll watch over and over and over again yeah. and stuff like that. It just gets me just away from some of the 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 nonsense that uh, is very much so present in today's world. Mm. Um, and then that aside, it's just hanging out with friends, you know, okay. um, just communicating, having good conversations, and I guess just being, just being, you know, just just be present in the moment with yeah. your your people, your family, your friends. Yeah. That's all. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, I know 2020 has definitely been, you know, a crazy year uh, thus far. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I think, you know, these hard times sometimes bring about the change we need or, you know, sometimes, you know, in life you go through obstacles and, you know, once you overcome them and it kind of, you know, you kind of come out better um, on the other on the other side. Uh, you know, would you would you say that 2020 obviously, you know, had a, you know, crazy start. But would you say, you, you know, you've been able to take some, you know, key points away from this year and, you know, how to kind of like move on to next year. 
Yeah, no, I for sure, <laughs> for for sure. Yeah. I think uh, what I I learned is that we we have we have twelve months guaranteed, of course, every year. Mm-hmm. And when you go through some some negatives, when you go through some down moments in life, it can feel like you have more than just twelve months, right? Mm-hmm. The year just feels long, and. Um, it's like, man, I want, I want this year to end already. I want to start over. Um, but I think for me, it's knowing that, okay, all these negative things that has happened this year, I can't let that impact me negatively because that's the goal, right? The goal is for it to mess you up. Yeah. And so you have to just say, okay, you know what? This is what I went through and this is a lesson and just make sure that you take that and make sure it doesn't happen again. Um, as well as remembering who you are. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, they let stress, they let, you know, trying times uh, make them forget who they are as a person. And it's it's normal, right? It's, it's something that everybody, you know, we all experience, you know, moments like that. But as long as we can overcome, then I think that we'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, what what future goals uh, would you say you have for yourself? Uh, you know, any upcoming projects that you know your fans, family, you know, might want to know. Right. Yeah. You no. Know, for sure. Um. So, man, I'm. I feel bad because like um, I I have a uh an album that I'm dropping. Okay. And it's it's called Too Many Bad Decisions. Mm. And it should have been out to be honest like uh, earlier this summer, but um one thing happened and the next thing happened. And so I had to like, um, not to push that back, but, um, it's, it's, it's coming real, real soon. It's, uh, I mean, I've, it's, it's crazy. Like only me and like a couple of years have heard it in its entirety. It's, I mean, I wrote it, so I'm biased as hell. (laughs) It sounds sounds nice. So I definitely, wait to just put it out and have everybody else hear it because yeah. i think that uh i think they'll they'll enjoy it you know and if, it, if they don't hey it's not for them yeah so you can't please the world yeah exactly you go crazy man you go, go crazy yeah hey i i'm 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 excited to to hear it. i already know it's gonna be live so yeah whenever you whenever you drop it you know kings of queens family make sure you know you guys stay tuned for you know ice album coming out too many bad decisions um so you know make sure you stay tuned for that but uh, yeah, bro, that's that pretty much you know sums up this episode. Uh, I want to thank you for you know for coming on the Kings of Queens podcast. It means a lot, bro. And uh, no problem. Yeah, if you if you could leave uh, with uh, with one piece of advice for the Kings of Queens fam, um, what would it be? Um, at the end of the day, you don't know what holds for you tomorrow. So whatever you can do today, take care of it. Mm. Facts, facts, facts. Okay, awesome. And uh, what platforms can the Kings of Queens fam find you on? You can find me on Instagram at It's Just Ike. You can find me on Twitter, It's Just Ike. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Mm -hmm. uh, under Ike. It's all caps with the exclamation mark. And um, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Oh, of course. YouTube. Um, backslash i think it's a uh, big two star okay bit, bit, bit. and i don't no worries uh you know everyone tuning in right now i'm, I'm gonna drop all the links and your uh, handles everywhere uh so you know everyone can tune in and, and listen to your listen to your stuff man
But uh, yeah, uh, closing up, Kings and Queens family, you know, I wish you nothing but the best and success along your journey, bro. Um, you know, you're definitely a king of the making, which is why, you know, you're on the Kings and Queens podcast right now. And, uh, you know, I hope you will continue to inspire, you know, people through your music and, you know, uh, wish you best, you know, everything in your future endeavors, whether it be acting, you know, uh, rapping that you're doing right now. Um, and yeah, bro, continue to stay blessed. Much love, bro. Thank you. No problem. And with that, Kings and Queens fam, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, remember, you can find each episode on either SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts and, uh, you know, YouTube coming soon. And also, don't forget to leave a five-star rating for your boy one time, you know. If you like the episode, you know, let me know. Hit up Ike. And, uh, you know, episode 20, we out. You can never picture life if you can never picture pieces. Those pieces that you picture, Pictionary won't believe it. You say that I like candy and you say that I don't eat it. You say that you are candy, but your candy ain't the sweetest. Your candy made me sick and now I'm sick of all these people. I'm sick of all this talking and I'm sick of all these sequels. Told the world about your business and your candy was the prequel. Told the world about your life like the world just wanted to meet you. You mad cause you ain't get it, yeah. You mad cause you ain't have it. You mad because the guy you like really ain't attracted. I put you on the scene, I gave you friends so you can have them. I wasn't even here, but still I put you on like